0: Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists, who didn't fit in, and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Welcome everyone. This is Aisha Kennedy, your host on Brilliant Misfits. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you tuning in. And if you haven't subscribed, please do that so you can get downloads every single week and not miss an episode. Most of the programs that I present are interviews with women who have grown up feeling like they didn't fit in. And they found that that had been a gift to them. And they've Share their beautiful stories, inspiring stories of finding their own way to be brilliant in what they've come to do in this, in this world, their purpose. But today I'm going to do a, another solo show and I want to talk about something that's really in the forefront of my heart and mind right now. I've just gotten back from Bali and every year I do a beautiful annual women's retreat And in that retreat, there's so much that happens. There's so much transformation that takes place. And what I focus on a lot in those retreats is not only the spiritual qualities of who we are, doing yoga, meditation, chakra activation, but I also really present ways for the women to connect and rediscover their creative essence, because we are all creative and there's no better place than Bali to do that. Because Balinese culture, life is art and art is life. And there really isn't any separation between the spiritual and the creative, which is why doing it there is incredibly supportive. We're surrounded with that culture and that way of life. Now, what I want to talk about specifically today is intuitive art and what that means. And the reason I want to talk about that is because in Bali, there's a lot of art that is traditional, but there's a movement happening where they're using their spirituality, their culture, their their knowing um, through intuitive artwork. And so it becomes, there's a more contemporary movement that is happening. And one of the, the leaders of that is a man named Karja, and he lives in Penestinen up in Ubud, and he gives us a little taste of what doing intuitive art is and what art means to him in every retreat that I present yearly. And I just want to share that with you because it it is so inspiring and so beautiful. And of course, I'm not going to do it the justice that he does. Um, He's a beautiful, humble, gifted man, and he talks through his heart. You can just feel him when he talks about art and how deep that is for him. So I want to talk about intuitive art and how he explained it to us during that retreat. And he said that, you know, It's about having a feeling that for him intuitive art is all about feeling and what motivates him and what is the driving force for his own creations is the motto or the phrase play flow be free. And he said if that is happening for him, then he knows he's in alignment. He knows he's doing the right thing. He doesn't know exactly what's going to happen in the painting. He doesn't actually have a final vision. But he knows by feeling and by playing and flowing and feeling free that he's on the right track. And I think that's a beautiful way, not just in making art, but whatever we're creating to play, flow, and be free. And that can never lead us astray. So how do we do that? I mean, I think a lot of it depends on your nature. I I watch a lot of different women work creatively, and everybody is different. We're all really individual. And this is what the show is about. It's about finding your own way. There is no one way for everybody. But there are some tools and some methods that you can try out and make them your own. So a lot of it depends on your nature. Some some of us love to plan things out. We have a really clear vision and we really love structure and planning things out. And some of us don't have any idea. We just like to dive in and see where it leads us and let the vision slowly be revealed over time. So, you know, it just really depends on your nature. And if you've ever studied yoga or practiced yoga living, you know that there is different um, ways to enter the same point the same end point and it just depends on your nature and who you are so the same as the same thing happens with creativity we we have to find our own way and you have to know what sort of person you are are you like that person who likes to plan things out you know the thing to to not do i find is to label ourselves as um, for instance oh i'm a perfectionist or oh, I'm just so undisciplined. I mean, they're just labels. They're just words. But actually, if you dove a little deeper into those labels, you'd find that there's some truth in them, that there are certain parts of you that lean towards being a perfectionist in a way that's really good that you love structure that you love planning and that works for you and i think the same thing with being undisciplined you can look at it negatively or you can look at it positively that you know being undisciplined helps you in some way to be more intuitive to really like explore and look at things. And the whole point is not to go into fear around it. And I think that's the main problem. It's not about who we are, but it's the fears that come up and the things we've been taught and the things that we've been told that we take on board, but a little exploration in those areas, we can start to let them go. Personally, I don't think I've ever had, I don't know, I guess what you'd call a clear vision as such not in my artwork, not in my life, and not even in my business. And I really struggled with that because I felt like there was something wrong with me. I don't have a vision. I don't have, you know, this plan. I can't actually follow a plan. So it made me feel really uncomfortable for many years. And I slowly, slowly and even still am getting to be comfortable with the way it works for me. Things happen when I'm just in my joy doing things and I get sort of invited to this place or invited to do this, doors open up that I hadn't planned for, in other words. And for me, it's about staying out of fear, staying out of feeling like there's something wrong with me and just enjoying myself. And The more I can enjoy myself, the more opportunities arise. And so it's like I get maybe the next step or two steps ahead, but I never see the whole end point. I might know how I want to feel at the end of my journey or my creation, but I don't always know how I'm going to get there. But that's just me. As I say, we're all really, really different. So let's talk about intuitive art. And even if you're not an artist, I want you to embrace that you are, because whatever you create, you're going to bring your artistry to it. And bringing your artistry to it means that you actually really love what you're doing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. It wouldn't be drawing you in. You wouldn't be trying to create it. It's something that you're really quite passionate about. So think of yourself as an artist in the sense that you are bringing artistry, your love, to whatever it is you're creating. And when you do art, and anyone can do art, you put yourself into this place of unknown. So think about it like you've got your piece of paper or a canvas that you're going to draw on, Or you have your camera and you're going to go out. Or you have your pen and you're about to write. But you don't really know what's going to come out. So being comfortable with not knowing is a really important part of the creative process. It's necessary to, even if you have a plan and a clear vision, it's necessary to be flexible and to continually look at what is appearing, what is manifesting. The whole creative process really is a journey of continuing to assess and adjust until it feels right in your heart and you know, you look at it and you say, yes, this feels right and you know it's complete or fairly complete. I don't know if anything is ever really finished. But the main concept of intuitive art making is working with feelings and this is one of the things that was presented by the Balinese artist Kaja. He said that intuitive art is about feeling much more than a thinking process. It's about feeling and being in the present moment. So I'm not talking about art as therapy, although, you know, you can channel your feelings into that modality if you want, but I'm really just talking about feelings in a sense of working intuitively. So intuitive art can start with a color. And this is often something that Kaja explains to us. Color is really important. You put something on in the morning, as he says, and you choose a color. It might be unconscious, but you've chosen this color. It attracted you for that day. And color has meaning. And in cultures like Bali, You know, there's meaning to so many things, there's meaning to color, there's meaning to the days of the week, but let's just stick with color. So if you're starting to do something and, you know, whether you're working with watercolor, pastel, acrylic paint, oil paint, and I'm telling you that you can do this, even if you've never ever done it before, I I really encourage you to make a little space in your life to experiment with this. Start with color. Color. What color attracts you? And then try and keep your palette, your you know use of colors to a minimum and just play and explore and make one color that appeals to you on that particular moment in time when you're doing this exercise, make that your predominant color and you can use other colors, but only to really support and give some depth to that main color that you're really attracted to. Making art pushes us to our edge. Um, You know, and as I said, just consider that everything you do, you bring your own artistry to it. You bring your love and your passion into it. The exercise of doing art making is a wonderful exercise because you start to learn to let go of control. When I'm teaching people art and they're going for it, I often tell them to stop for a moment step back and have a look at what's coming what's coming forth on the paper or the canvas. Just step back and have a look. Because what happens is you start out with your color and your marks and your shapes, but then there's something else that happens. And you want to allow that something else to happen. And you want to step back from your control and really let it start to lead you. And this is the magic, and this is the excitement, and this is the inspiration that happens. And when you get this doing art making, you can bring it into every area of your life. It doesn't matter what you're creating in your life. You can bring the same sensation of being able to start something and then Let it be a co-creation. Let a higher spiritual aspect come into it. And I don't mean religion. I just mean that there's something else. There's an energy that's happening that's flowing into you that's helping you create this. You start it and then you get assistance. And not always, but if you're fortunate and if you keep at it, you will. And this is the magic that happens when you start to step back look at it and allow this other energy this other thing to show you what's needed next like look at that picture that you're you're making and see what's next what else is needed and you start to really work together with the painting. It's talking to you, you're talking to it, and it becomes a dialogue, and it becomes a dialogue that is an expression of your creative self. And there's nothing so satisfying as doing that. I think in um, our Western society, the mind has been given the throne. And in reality, the mind is limited. And we know that, we've read that, we experience that. And yet, you know, it's given so much credence in our Western society that, um, you know, it it often takes over. And what we really want is the mind, the brilliance of the mind to be in service to the heart. So that's why I'm really on about exploring intuitive art making. So let's go back to how do you start? Because that's always a stumbling block, isn't it? How do I start? What's really helpful is to set up a little place for you to play in. And it doesn't have to be a huge, big studio. You can just have a corner of a room, a little desk, where you have some of your materials there, paper, watercolor. It doesn't have to be much. But commit to exploring how you feel on each day. And a fantastic way to begin that is to first, before you start art making, is to write for 15 minutes, a stream of consciousness writing on What's going on for you right then and there, in that moment? And after you finish writing, go back over and read it and circle words and phrases in that writing that have particular meaning or resonance or jump out at you and use that as a clue, as a starting point to your creating your piece of art. And it might be a color that it's that is being evoked. So use that color. It might be a particular shape Try to be loose with it. Try not to think too definitively of what you're creating. Just start and let it become that beautiful expressive dialogue between what you're creating and you and and have that flow. And you can do something over a period of a few days, which is often an interesting exercise. So I hope that this helps you to really explore being creative, explore art making, explore how to dance with the creative process so that you can let go of your control, surrender more and trust. And believe me that this is who we are. We are creative beings. So. Doing this little playful exercise every once in a while, make it a part of your life, will actually really change and transform other things in your life where you feel that you need to control or that you can't surrender or you have a hard time trusting. These exercises are meant to help you really embrace your creative self and express yourself find your own way. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing, but find what works for you. Find what you're passionate about. Find what you love. Find what lights you up and let that be your guide. Not the thoughts in your mind, but your heart. Follow with your heart. Follow with your joy. And until next time, as always, be true to you and be brilliant. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.